Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Who doesn't love shopping at Target? Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. But wait, there's more. Now you've got a new way to save with Target Circle 360. With unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at Target.com slash Circle card. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, And me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. Every family has an origin story, one passed down through the generations. Mine happens to be a mystery involving my great-great-grandmother left behind in Sicily. I'm Joe Piazza, and my new podcast will transport you to the gorgeous island of Sicily as I trace my roots back through a whodunit for the ages. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am all in. with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody. It's Scott. How are you? How is everybody doing? Uh, we've got uh, an exciting guest, Susan Rattan, formerly of L.A. Law. If you remember L.A. Law, what a great series. Uh, Emmy Award nominated actress multiple times for her role as Corbin Burnson's assistant in that show. Uh, and I think she's in the green room. Um, and listen, while we're waiting, don't forget, live podcast, Friendsgiving, Emily Carota, Jackson Douglas, Grant Lee Phillips of Grant Lee Buffalo, and who's the last one? Who's the last one? Sally Struthers, for God's sake. I almost forgot Sally. <laughs> Sally Struthers is going to join us, the uh, most talented, the funniest, and the strongest woman uh, I have ever met. Um because she's able to leap tall buildings in a single bound um, and pick me up and carry me around a set for 30 minutes at a time. Uh, And boy, isn't that a story, but uh, Susan Rutan 
is uh, going to be joining us uh, any minute. And uh, I'm here. Hello. Hi. Hello. Nice meeting you. How are you? I'm well, thanks. How are you? I'm doing very, very well. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for being on the podcast. We're excited to have you. We love the sure. episode. It's uh it was a real kick in the you know what's that that whole <laughs> that, that whole episode. Um so um you played well you were L, big LA Law. I mean that was a huge series. And yeah. you were nominated multiple times and uh I think uh, our our producers are trying to figure out what happened with between you and Corbin Burnson or Corbin Burnson and other people and what didn't he he dated around right he was a oh yes he was a slut nope um, boy but, okay uh, <laughs> well, just on the it. show i'm not speaking personally <laughs> no i know i mean um, no, he, he got he's around a, yeah he did right. and and roxanne and arnie finally uh hooked up um which i don't think the audience really liked that mm-hmm. i think they felt roxanne deserved better they didn't like why so why didn't they like that I, I think, as I said, I think they felt Roxanne deserved better. Mm. Um, they kind of liked the tension between them. You know, that's often the case in shows when two mm. people get together after a long time, kind of dance, and the audiences go, "Well, you know, we kind of preferred it the old way." Mm. Um, so, mm. but it was, it was fine. Well, thanks for coming on. Did you now? Did you watch uh, Road Trip to Harvard? Did you? Did you enjoy I did. going yes. back and I, in time? I forgot and, yeah. um, how wonderful that show was. Right, right. Well, tell us how you got the part uh, for Gilmore Girls. Um, you know, I, for that show, I, I don't really remember. Uh-huh. You know, it might have been offered or it, it probably was at that time offered um, to do. Um, I don't remember what year that was. Do you? Uh, that was 2001. Okay. Yeah. That was probably 20 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. That's a long time. Do you remember, do you remember about interacting with anybody on the set or who you were? Oh, I I just remember that the people, everybody on the show was really nice. They were really welcoming. They really made you feel like you were a part of it, which, you know, doesn't always happen when you're guesting on a show, but that they were really, um, it comes from the head, you know, the people, the the leaders of the show were terrific Mm -hmm. and that just extended to everybody who came on it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was very surprised to get that role. Uh, I, yeah. She because it was you know that was a time when when people from film were crossing over into doing television, and yes. the script was of such quality. I figured, well, you know, it's going to have a nice audition, and that's going to be it. Some and, big movie star is going to right. Be. I mean, it's going to be <laughs> right a name. You, they're going to get a name in there, right? And uh, yeah. I think you know the creators fought for all of us individually. Yeah. Like, no, you were these, wonderful. These, well, well, thank you, thank you. You were right. like perfect. I think. Uh, I think it, I think you're right. I think it was like the one thing of the thousands of auditions that I had that, that I fit perfectly in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause yeah, it's you, nice when that happens, isn't it? Yeah. You just get this and you go, Oh yeah, this is me. Yeah. Right. Right. I can do this and I can't see anybody else doing it. And I want to do this. And, um, you know, and, and, and you know how it is you go in and you're almost right for something, but there's something a little like, eh. You know, and you never get those jobs. You never get those jobs. Isn't that funny how that is? I mean, casting yeah. is so ultra specific. It's such a difficult it thing is. to do. 
And it's the reason they see so many people. It's different now. It's just sort of like you, you go oh my on. Gosh. You, there's, no, there's no contact now. It's just you just put no, yourself on. You're just like in a barrel somewhere. Right. Going, you put yourself you on tape and send it in. Right. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like there's no person to person contact. There's no getting to know anybody. There's no vibe. Yeah, no feedback. No. Right. You know, that was great. Can we try it a different way? Right. Sort of thing. It's like you got one shot at it. Yeah. So I, th- I, I think it'd be better if they just, uh, you know, cast you off your previous work because that's going to be the best possible tape you have. I mean, right. you're not, you're not going to make right. anything in your, in your basement. That's better than, than, yeah. I mean, in my case, it's better than Gilmore girls. <laughs> what, what are they looking for? <laughs> I mean, I'm not drooling out of one side of my mouth yet. So yeah, I think I can do the part, right? That's good. <laughs> you're okay. <laughs> Uh, anyway, yes, things have changed. Um, so, all right. So looking back on this episode, now that we're back to Gilmore, did, did you laugh out loud when you were watching this episode road trip to <laughs> yeah. Harvard? Did you tell yes. me about that? What, what parts well, really just, got you? You know, I, I love, I love them, you know, their expressions and their responses. It just fed everything. Uh, uh, I, I knew, I mean, that person, I mean, she's she's a relative. She's I know that person, uh, the person that I played, um, that person who's so interested in everything you do. Um, so yeah, and and uh, and I've forgotten about that haircut, which is really the same haircut as my haircut I had in the first grade. Um, so that made me laugh. <laughs> um, yeah, I I I just felt I felt really fond of the show watching it. Like, oh, yeah, I remember this. This Uh was great. Uh Yeah. There was a term I read over the weekend about uh, there's a condition now known as positive toxicity, where somebody is so ultra positive all of the time, it can actually be harmful (laughs) (laughs) to any of their friends. I've never heard that. (laughs) It's It's like, why do you blanch when people are just so overwhelmingly positive all the time? Even in the face of, you know, where their friend needs support or something terrible happened, they're just like, keep your chin up. Just, just, you know, this guy. Like, <laughs> I have to remember that. It reminded me of those characters where they're yes. just like completely <laughs> positive all the time. It kind of makes sense now why, why Lorelai and Rory were avoiding them because it was, there was a little level of toxicity there. It's kind of funny. Yes, there was. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah, that was, that was a great episode. Yeah. I love that episode. I love them. You know, I loved you in it. When when you found out that she wasn't going to marry him, and, mm. and it was so subtle and beautiful, put a little zippity back in my doodah, didn't it? Hmm? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it did. Yeah, it was great. That's good. You were great. Oh, thank you. Um, you know, I don't remember a single thing about any of these episodes. You don't? I never watched them. And, you know, your short-term memory has developed to the point where you just sort of, you, you know, you get rid of the old stuff to make room for the new dialogue. And you right, know what that's right. like. So I don't I don't remember these scenes. And I'm it's like I'm watching another person. It's so odd. Oh, that's interesting. And it's so odd because I, I, I don't know who that is. I'm watching and I'm thinking, God, he's, you know, when I'm good, I'm thinking, wow, that guy's pretty good. And then when I'm bad, I'm like, God, that guy, really, that stunk. You know, they shouldn't have kept that yeah. take, you know, you know, that kind of thing. But I, I get all judgy with myself, but not as myself, but I'm looking at another person. Isn't that Well, strange? that's a problem. You know, I yeah. don't watch what I do either. I don't either. Because I don't want to ha- I don't want to be in that moment going, oh, God, why did I do that? <laughs> why, why did I say, why was my face like that? <laughs> <The> second <laughs> guesser's hell. <laughs> 
Yeah, you can't do it. That's why I always, I just, you know, I waited 20 years to, to watch it and I'm disconnected from it now. And it's, I can yeah. sit back and really um, uh, be critical about it and in a constructive yeah. way. You know I mean? Not be, you know, not try to sugarcoat anything because it's me, because it doesn't really seem like me. It's, it's, right. oh, it's very odd. It's kind of fun. Um, yeah. Yeah. All right. So look, in this episode, you and your husband grill Lorelai and Rory about their lives. Did you receive any direction that you recall on how to play that scene? No. Good. No. They trusted I, I, you. You know, I, I'm, I find, I, I don't know about you, but I find that generally true. What you, you know, what, what you bring in is generally what they want. <laughs> it's like, yeah, they hired you for that reason because you gave mm. them what they wanted and they don't really have to tell you, you know, it might be, you know, don't stand so close or, you know, turn around a little bit, stay out of the camera, you know, just, you know, that kind of thing. But Really, it's your personality, your your nature, your intuitive uh, reaction to the character. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I I don't recall any specific direction except sit there, and <laughs> right. that's it. Have you ever have you ever nailed an audition, gotten the offer, got on set, and you were opposite your scene partner or partners, and it was just just felt so wrong that you didn't know how to. Because had, the audition was so smooth and you, you connected with the reader or whatever, and you can connect with anybody, but then you get there. I had it's like, one, whoa. one job like that right. where I loved the material. I, my audition was like, couldn't have done it better. The job was mine. I got it. I went to the set. The first rehearsal, uh, the person that I was supposed to have a strong emotional relationship be his mother. Uh, was dead in the water mm. and just and was hostile mm. um and it was the most unpleasant i mean i just wanted to walk away but you know right. you don't do that no. you keep hoping that somebody's going to bring something out of that person or direct them or or let them know that they need to right you know but that was that was really, I think, the only really bad interaction I ever had, and it was hard, it was hurtful. I cried after it because I couldn't do what I do. I couldn't. I was it was like acting with a mean brick wall, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. spikes all over it. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you just you know, have you has that ever happened to you? Uh, yeah, unfortunately, yeah. Uh, yeah, it happened to me over a period of time. Uh, with the same person, and it just sort oh. of it, it started out so great, yeah. And I mean, just like amazingly well, and then it just devolved into this psychodrama. I mean, it was just really weird over a period of time. Um, and it it almost put me off uh, series television. Yeah, it can do that, yeah. right? Yeah, it almost. I I I remember saying to my. Uh, my team at the time, I said, look, uh, I think I'm kind of done. I, you know, Gilmore was great. And, but this happened and it was like, maybe we should just take a break for a while. (laughs) Cause that was, you know, part of that is because when you're as an actor, you're not just standing there saying lines, you're opening up your heart to whatever, who's ever Mm -hmm. next to you, whoever you're talking to, they're true emotions. They're not, it's not like fake anything. Right. So when somebody doesn't respond to you or blocks you, that's such a good point. That's such a good, point it's such a good point you know yeah that 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 interaction amongst the cast is is crucial yeah 
It's crucial. And you do form families. You for, I mean, they don't last, you know, uh, maybe once in a while you have a lasting friendship with somebody, but they, you do form these little tribes and they're important, yes. they're important support systems that are woven together, you know, one kindness or one gesture at a time, yes. one successful scene after another, and they just build and build and build. And I mean, the experience started out just wonderful. It was just wonderful. And then all of a sudden the, you could hear the screeching brakes and it just went down. And uh, I just couldn't wait for it to end. And I was so glad that it didn't get picked up. You have no idea. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To think that you might have to do that for seven years. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been so happy in my life. My manager called me and said, I got good news and bad news. I said, what's the, I said, what's the, good, what's the bad news? This, the series got canceled. I said, that's the best news I've heard. <laughs> That's the good time. news. What's the, what's the good news? She goes, the series got canceled. <laughs> I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married yeah. at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation <laughs> yeah. that didn't have to deal with Instagram and that. Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. We create magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. 
we're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. I'm Abby, a mother of two, and I had these battles myself. Endless excuses, delay tactics, and many tears and tantrums. But I've created a solution. The perfect kids podcast that makes bedtime a dream. It's called Koala Moon and it's hosted by me, Abby. With over 300 episodes packed with original stories and sleep meditations, Koala Moon makes bedtimes easy and enjoyable. Episodes start out engaging and really rather magical, but as they progress... They gently slow to a calm and relaxing pace to have your little ones out like a light. Since launching in 2022, Koala Moon has helped with over 20 million nights sleep and received over 6,000 five-star reviews. Win back your evenings. Listen to Koala Moon now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let me ask you... Yeah. Uh, so you, you, you've been constantly working. I mean, do you always have the next job lined up? Oh, no, definitely not. I, um, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't really work as much anymore. I mean, I work, but I don't work like I, I'm, I don't want to work so much anymore. Let me say that right. I, I'm enjoying my life. I'm, writing i'm working on a project developing a project we got a deal on it i'm 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 i want to take time to do the things that i love to do Mm -hmm. the jobs that i take i love doing them um uh, but i don't want to work all the time uh i like to recur on things (laughs) that's that's my idea of a good life (laughs) call me when you need me um I do love to work. I'm actually looking. I haven't done a play in years. And uh, I just worked on a show um, with a fellow who played my husband, David Wells, and wonderful actor. And he, we became friends. When you talk about being friends, we became friends. We had an an arduous job that we had to do. Um, And through that, we supported each other. And, and uh, he brought me a play that someone had written and, uh, we're going to start working on it. Oh, good. Oh, that's exciting. So, you know, good things come at you. Know, these yeah. things happen. You you just keep finding the things that make you happy. Right. It's like when I thought of this podcast. I, I It's kind of a funny story because I thought it was some incredibly original idea that hit me in the middle of the pandemic, right? And I, I, I was not aware that there were like, you know, 90,000 of these rewatch podcasts <laughs> going on at the time. <laughs> so I called Amy, the producer uh, of this, and I said, listen, I have this idea. Lightning has struck. I have this idea. And when, when she came back very quickly and said, look, we have a deal. Let's, let's do it. I was shocked. I, sh- I was shocked. <laughs> and I realized there was like 30, 40 of them. <laughs> or more, um, yeah. way more. Uh, but uh, it's always nice to work. It's always nice to have a job. Um, yes. It, it, well, especially when you're having fun with it. Yeah. Are you no. having fun? Oh, it's a blast. Yeah. It's a blast. Because I'm, I'm also a producer on it, and it's like, 
you know, all the guests are, uh, are, are, are so much fun and they're so happy to be, be talking about the show and their experiences. And it's just, it's just really, it, it is, it's, it's a true gift. It really is. Um, so let me ask you, you've been on shows like, uh, Grey's Anatomy, 911 and Mom, uh, mm-hmm. And there has there been a show that stands out more than the the others uh, in terms of the times that you spent on set and the memories that you took away from it? Um, I would. Mom was one of my favorite shows. Uh, working with Anna and and everybody else on the show, I was really sad. You know, I was recurring on that show, and I was really sad when Anna decided to to go off and do what she needed to do. I wasn't, I was sad for myself, not for her. She's, you know, she had other things to happen. So she, she left the series after a couple of years, a couple seasons before the last season. How many, Um, how long did it go? uh, I think it was six seasons. So six seasons total. She left after the fifth. Yeah. She, Uh, you know, she had, Whatever it was, it right. was her life, you know, right, and she right. had things to do. But I was really sad not to get to play with her anymore right. on that show. It was a great relationship. Mm-hmm. And there have been endless shows that I've had wonderful times on. I've been working on United States of Al uh, recently, and and that's a wonderful group. I mean, Chuck Lorre, Chuck Lorre has great sets. You know, he's a he's a terrific fellow. He's mindful of everybody's needs he's he's so brilliant i'm i'm just privileged to be a part of that let me ask you uh mm-hmm. since we're talking a little bit about longevity in the business um when you got the role of roxanne on la law did you mm-hmm. know that you were going to be doing that role for 150 episodes did you have any inkling no mm-hmm. no i didn't think about it. i got to tell you i never really thought of acting as a career um, I just sort of fell into it. Uh, so I never thought anything about long-term. I thought, oh, this is fun. I'm doing this now. Uh, I'm not like, um, in the future. <laughs> I just, I just was there. It was, you know, that show, you know, that Roxanne, that character, um, was my other half. You know, she was, she was, that part of me that didn't get presented all the time. Um, uh, yeah, it, Roxanne was uh, sometimes hard for me to talk about that show because uh, emotionally I was so deeply connected to it. Mm-hmm. Everybody in it, everybody was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Again, a, a show where the set, <laughs> there were no issues. Everybody genuinely liked each other. Huh. We had parties, we had dinners, we had, you know, we didn't go home and forget about it. Right. Gosh. Yeah. Different times, huh? Yeah. What? Different Much times. Much different. Yeah, different times. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. 
I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation, I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels. A story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Parents, if you've ever experienced bedtime battles with the kids, I'm going to let you into a little secret. I'm Abby, a mother of two, and I had these battles myself. Endless excuses, delay tactics, and many tears and tantrums. But I've created a solution. The perfect kids podcast that makes bedtime a dream. It's called Koala Moon and it's hosted by me, Abby. With over 300 episodes packed with original stories and sleep meditations, Koala Moon makes bedtimes easy and enjoyable. Episodes start out engaging and really rather magical, but as they progress, they gently slow to a calm and relaxing pace to have your little ones out like a light. Since launching in 2022, Koala Moon has helped with over 20 million nights sleep and received over 6,000 five-star reviews. Win back your evenings. Listen to Koala Moon now on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, you know, I remember once uh, one of my teachers in New York said to me, Scott, be careful what you do in the business, Right. Mm-hmm. because you only have so many performances inside you. Mm. And, you know, when we were all 
you know, training in New York and doing our theater and that whole deal. Uh, we had this kind of attitude, uh, this position we took against TV because of the repetitive nature of it. And you have to do this care. If you get a series, you're going to be on it for, you know, potentially, you know, two, three, five, seven years, whatever it is. And, you know, we were warned about this, that you're not going to be able to do the great roles. You're not going to be able to do the roles you want to do. You're going to do this one role that you want to do at the time, but then seven years later, you're going to evolve as a person, but you keep having to go back and dip into the same well. Right. And, you know, careful, it could rob you of whatever gift you have been given to portray all these different characters if you're so inclined that you want to have a varied career. You know what I mean? And man, was she right. Because at the end of Gilmore, I was like, wow, I need a break. <laughs> it's like when you get to the point where you're right, acting shouldn't be a job. Right. It shouldn't be a daily job, but it is, right? So how do you, so the hard part about TV, and, and I know you went through this, is how do you keep it fresh? How do you stay inspired? And when it becomes a burden, when it becomes like, oh, it's my job and, yeah, you know, the, well, the, the glow. There are those, you know, you take those jobs and sometimes that's just about money, you know, they're mm -hmm. offering you a lot of money to do something that may not be, you know, the, the biggest heart thing in the world but mm -hmm. you'll do it because sometimes you do have to do a job or you want to do the job or whatever mm -hmm. um but you know i think the thing is to keep your heart intact you know to keep present emotionally with every role um in la law one of the things that i was grateful for was that the character evolved she was not the same person at the end of the show as she was at the beginning. Mm -hmm. She grew as a human being. Mm -hmm. And that, see, that doesn't always happen on a series. No, it doesn't. Um, so yeah. in that sense, I was extremely lucky. Right. Um, do you feel like your character on, on the show, like, grew and changed? Oh, without question. Without yeah. question. Yeah. yeah. And that's, it's like, it's like you get to live the life of another person. Right. Um which is amazing. Right. Uh, that's what is great for actors. We get to be all these other people, experience their trials and tribulations and loves and losses, and and uh, and then go back to our own. <laughs> it's like if they're really bad, you can leave those behind. Yeah, I think we were all excited to come back and do the redo reboot with Netflix in 2016 uh -huh. uh, because there was, you know, there was still a lot of life left in the characters. Yeah. And in the story. And, uh, we weren't, um, well, what's the term? We weren't really, uh, artistically bankrupt as much as maybe we thought we were at the end of the run of the series. Um, cause okay. some people had some pretty empty gas tanks, artistically speaking, and needed to, you know, explore greener pastures. And I fully uh -huh. understand and support that. Um, it's so wonderful you're doing this. You know, the fans need content. They're yeah. not getting any content. I mean, this is a, this is a fan base that is so utterly devoted, and for obvious reasons, and they're not getting any content. It must be so frustrating, and now I get how they feel. I mean, it must be so frustrating just loving something so much, and it's just unrequited, unrequited year after year, and you yeah. live on hope, and you live on hope, and just nothing happens. And then you get this reboot, which was kind of like, I don't know, eh, right? It was meh a little bit. And so they want, they want more. They want better. And so I'm just... 
and you're giving it to them. Uh, well, I'm, you know, I'm doing my little part, doing my little part. No, we are. <laughs> you and I are giving it to them now. Okay, we're doing yes. our part, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, listen, this has been fun. We'd love to have you back. Uh, it was re- it was really nice talking to you. You're you're you, you're, also. you are a delight. And uh, thank you. Tr- I wish you all the best. Thank you. You too. And you're a you're a true artist. You're a true actor. I can tell just from the short conversation we had. Uh, keeping thank it real. You. Keeping it real. Keeping that flame. Keeping that flame alive. So all the best to you, Susan. And thank you for thank coming you. on. And thank you thank for your you. wonderful, wonderful work throughout your career. And especially on this show, on this episode, it was terrific. You're a doll. Thank you so much. All right, sweetheart. All the best. All right, bye. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, ScottyP.com. Grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer, the best time of the year, usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Bring a little optimism into your life with The Bright Side, a new kind of daily podcast from Hello Sunshine, hosted by me, Danielle Robay, and me, Simone Boyce. Every weekday, we're bringing you conversations about culture, the latest trends, inspiration, and so much more. I am so excited about this podcast, The Bright Side. You guys are giving people a chance to shine a light on their lives, shine a light on a little advice that they want to share. Listen to The Bright Side on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search The Bright Side. My whole life, I've been told this one story about my family, about how my great-great-grandmother was killed by the mafia back in Sicily. I was never sure if it was true, so I decided to find out. And even though my Uncle Jimmy told me I'd only be making the vendetta worse, I'm going to Sicily anyway. Come to Italy with me to solve this 100-year-old murder mystery. Listen to The Sicilian Inheritance on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you ask two people the same seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including Courtney Cox, Rob Delaney, Liz Fair, and many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, 
or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers.